Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original freedom. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Original Freedom Podcast. We are currently still on location here in SoCal, living it up. Beautiful sunset, good day of surf today, some good treatment, some good therapy, good food, and um, now some time with some amazing friends. Thanks for tuning in. I'll tell you up front what we're going to talk about today is um, a lot of different things, which is normal. Um for this because the the goal here is to just stay positive and in alignment with things that allow people to have thoughts around what it is to have greater power in their life through personal freedom Um, and we access that through that personal vulnerability through living an authentic life and being true to who we are which is super difficult and I preface the show today with that because who I want to introduce to you is a buddy of mine Root um, who I met through a series of really cool events and um, luckily I say yes a lot in life and by uh, saying yes once again um, I'm sitting here with a guy who has a profound ability to bring about positive effect in people's lives by using music in a therapeutic manner to access greater authenticity in themselves. Um, and drop that piece of self-judgment and doubt uh, to use frequency, to use the ability to harmonize, to bring people together. Um, And when I met him, literally I figured all that out within an hour of meeting him, and we'll get to that story in a minute. That's part of why we're here is I want to uh, introduce the, you know, not the world because the guy goes on tour. He's out there. The world knows who he is. But I want to introduce our viewers and listeners um, to a guy that um, really has a great gift and talent. Thanks for being here today, brother. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Aloha. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And he's got this. He is from Hawaii. Yeah, well, I'm like one of those transplants. He's a transplant. He's trust me. He's more Hawaiian than anything else. <laughs> um, so, real quick backstory, because stories are a great thing, and I'll give you my side. Most of you out there have watched or heard enough about me. I won't give you anything about me yet. Um, I was taking a trip to Iceland uh, to take my daughter to Iceland for her graduation trip this summer, and. Um, we missed a flight and literally back to everything happens for a reason. I even told her, I was like, not a big deal. Like we're not supposed to be there for another day. We'll figure it out. Um, and I said, I have a friend who's got a flat in Soho that uh, I could hit up and maybe we could just hang out in Manhattan for a day. Cause we had a 24 hour push. And so I texted my buddy and uh, he said, well, you could stay at the place, but let me check with a friend of mine who's staying there. Maybe he'll be willing to sleep on the couch. And uh, so I get a text back. It's like, hey, I'll sleep on the couch. You guys are good to go. So my daughter and I get into Soho at like midnight. And uh, this guy is sitting there. And so I met Root. And within two hours, his guitar was out. He was sharing his music with me. And then he began to share how he's using music as therapy to help open people up, to help give people greater hope, uh, to help literally change and shift the energetic level in a room to change and shift the energetic level all of this in a positive manner right in someone's life in under three minutes and so that's something else i want to share with you today you'll get to you'll get to feel uh not in person but as close as you can get to him to understand what it is to feel like that 
And uh, so I immediately knew it's like one, I, I, this is somebody I want to spend time with and someone I, I want to get to know more about uh, because he's got a unique gift. He's using it in a unique way uh, in very non-traditional environments, even corporate type cultures and uh, breaking down these you know, walls around belief systems that this doesn't equal that or you can't do this here or there, right? Which is pretty much fucking in alignment with, with how we roll. Um, so all that being said, there's going to be a little song, there'll be some music, and uh, no doubt a really cool story about an individual who's, who's spent his life following and chasing his passion and as a byproduct of, byproduct of it, uh, has a lot of positive impact in the world. So with that, I'm going to hand the mic to you, Root, and if you just kick it off with letting us get to know, you know your story first. My relationship with music... Um it's been you know all my life except for the first couple of years i couldn't hear um when i was born and um you know i think my parents started noticing around like a, a year and a half like that I, that i wasn't responding normally you know and um they did an operation on my ears and the doctor told my mom you know it's gonna come back like instantly and and uh my first memory that i have now you know, as, as we grow and we, we progress in life, our, our memories kind of get like we paint, like, yeah. you know, we paint over like, is this exactly what happened? But <clears throat> I was uh, standing eye level to a bathtub faucet and she turned it. And the first thing I heard was the metal, you know, of this old yeah, bathtub yeah. faucet and then this rush of water coming out and equally like terrifying and incredible and just like wow what is happening and then my you know i scream and i hear my own scream and wow how my mom's old? not i was almost two and um my mom starts freaking out and then i hear her and it was it was, it was pretty intense <laughs> you know and he, since then water and women have uh, <laughs> really <laughs> done done those amazing uh, incredible moments and also terrorizing <laughs> with like surfing and because at some point there was wine there was water women, wine <laughs> yeah right right and um it came from a music family but I was uh, I was a handful when I was a kid, so I never really um, fit in with the modes of of uh, teaching kids how to play music. Like I got kicked out of things because I was too <laughs> like too rambunctious and too resistant. Um, and then you know I think it was about fourteen. My dad um, for a birthday got me a, a, a electric guitar. And that was just like, I have a photograph of the moment when I received that guitar, you know, and you just see me this yeah. amazement. And I started to learn how to play. Um, I, st I learned from a guy named Tom who was on the Sunset Strip in this like metal band. So <laughs> I pretty much learned through his filter. <laughs> you know, I think the first song I learned was Crazy Train by <laughs> Ozzy. Of course. And yeah, and so I basically, he was awesome. He just taught me how to like play songs you didn't really he wasn't in they he wasn't in the business of teaching you how to express yourself you know he was in sure. the business of like okay what do you want to learn this week kid <laughs> all right sweet child of mine Stay okay it goes like okay. this <laughs> yeah sweet home alabama right <laughs> and growing up in la um uh by the time i was in my teens uh, a lot of my friends were really gifted and they were going to schools for music and i got to this point where i was I really didn't have an identity and I, I wasn't a really proficient technical player. 
So I would try to fit in with them, but I, they were at a much higher level of uh, progression than I was. So I had a couple of experiences where I got squashed, you know, like I thought I, I thought it was going to be great. I thought I was going to fit in with this band and I just really didn't. And they were, you know, <laughs> people, they don't know how, how they, they're going to affect you sometimes when they're, you know, saying stuff. And I got shut down uh, to this place where I didn't want to play with anybody anymore. And I would just, you know, sit and play, uh, by myself. And, um, eventually I remember like being at a party and everybody's drinking and I had a guitar and I played uh, like some Pearl Jam song, you know, and, and I really let go with my voice and people were like, Oh, that's cool. You know? Um, so I was like, Oh yeah, neat. You know, you can get girls to talk to you or free beer or whatever. And, um, I think the first time I realized how powerful music could be in the moment, um, as far as changing the trajectory of what's happening or altering the frequency or the vibe was on the North shore of Oahu. I was staying in a, a hostel for some reason. I think in between places and it was, there was a, a in between things. For yeah. A, bit, a little bit in between. You know, one of those times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, uh, the winter season, big waves, and um, a lot of the people staying in the hostel were big wave surfers. And that comes with a whole different vibe because there's some very, you know, primitive. You got to be a bit primitive to charge into no those. Yeah. yeah, right. And I was sitting there strumming my guitar and I heard a commotion coming from the common space. And I came out and there was a guy on top of another guy cock pulling back to, to smash his face because they were arguing about something and I had the guitar and I saw them and in that moment I strummed the chord and started singing one of my songs you know it goes like I don't want to work today maybe I could and they he stopped and he had his hand around the guy's neck and it was the weirdest thing because they're both looking at me nice. you know and eventually that grip around his neck released and his fist unclenched and he was still sitting on top of the guy <laughs> But there was, and there was like a vibe of like, fight, fight, fight. And it turned into this, like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And by the end, they, they didn't pound each other. Right. And I walked away from that going like, wow, like that, I just stopped violence with a very nonviolent thing. Yeah. I didn't even have to touch anyone. I didn't have to, you know, um, and it was so instinctual. It just happened so quickly. And I think that's the first time that light went on, um, that, the power of immediate music, what it can do to people in all sorts of situations. Like we all have like moments when we're feeling something and we put on a song or we, or we hear something and the bird singing or whatever it is. And it changes our, our, our experience. There was this one song that I wrote and it was, I thought it was the best song, man. I was like this slow kind of ballad song and, and I, I put so much of my own experience into this song that the first time I played it for someone, they were like, oh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I was like, no, no, wait a second. Like, this is yeah. like, this song's really good. And I went back and I edited out a lot of my own experience and kept the stuff that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. And the next time I played it, it was like, it was at a house party. And I remember there was a beautiful woman like in the hallway and I was like, hey, can I play you a song? She's kind of indifferent. Like, yeah, whatever. And I played her the song, and she just looked at me, and she grabbed me, and she just 
started we just started making out like that and i was like <laughs> whoa okay now it works now the song is good and think thankful for her because that really taught me that if i can make it all our song not so much about my experience but of collective experience then that has the power to really activate people our I, song yeah our song no matter what that is and I think that's like a lot of the greatest songs that we relate to, you know, we can, you know, we can really relate because it's, it's enough left out that we can have like make it ours. And so, you know, the, the teachers in Hawaii that taught me how to sing and find my own voice, they were vital in like encouraging me to not sound like somebody else right to belt it out to sing louder around the fire because we can't hear you and something's inside of you i've been lucky to have these these the teachers along the way that's like there's something inside you to, and help pull it out when you're younger you know we're not typically born teachers um some of us are i definitely was not you know so as these teachers helped me unearth these gifts inside of me as time has gone on i've i've it's gotten to the point now where i'm taking that mantle and uh, and now i help unearth things out of people nice and i think where that shift really occurred was uh, a thing called burning man which this uh, little thing called it's a little man. thing yeah <laughs> yeah um which i i used to go to years ago and then i ended up returning um in 2014 and I was just wandering around with this ukulele, just like strumming, playing my stuff. And a woman came up to me and she said, I can't believe Root Hub is playing right here in front of me. To which I replied, I can't believe you know who I am. <laughs> I've tried to hide for all these years. <laughs> and she ended, she ended up being a very um, gifted yogi and she's in the wellness world. And her writing, her book partner that she made the book with uh, ended up living on the North Shore. And she suggested that we meet. And I was like, what for? She's like, I just think it'd be a really good relationship, you know, um, and all these connectors. I didn't used to connect people. And now I'm learning the joy of connecting, you know, right. to, to, to see, oh, well, that could go. You guys could complement each other, which she saw in me. And I ended up uh, playing accompanying her yoga class every Thursday at the Sunset Beach Rec Center on the North Shore of Oahu, to which was a brand new thing for me because I have never been technically like that proficient, but I had to explore a lot more as I was playing with the yoga class because it's not like playing a show. And then I started learning the value of that. Yeah, this isn't a show. I don't, ha I don't, this is actually here and now it's not some prefabricated thing yep. i started mirroring her teachings through immediate music so as that grew uh the that that uh, yogi that i played with she asked me to join her in uh, europe for some retreats would you like to come to you know, a chateau in France. Like no, that sounds terrible. Yeah, right. Yeah. She said, you know, it's going to be about fifteen of us, and there's going to be really good food and really good wine and very good connection. And I said, yeah, sure, that sounds yeah, you know, that sounds beautiful. I'd never been to Europe, and she said, okay, great, but wait, I don't want you to just come there and sing with yoga. 
I want you to, there's something inside of you and I don't know how it's going to present itself, but I want you to develop a class. And that was very foreign concept to me. A class, like what am I going to teach people? Like how to learn how to play crazy train or like how to like play to bars and like get people like work a crowd. And none of that had anything to do with what I, what actually came out of me. I, uh, I started thinking about all of the times in my life, like that time of that person not punching that other guy, um, times in Kauai where I would sing about something and then it would literally happen within hours. Um, and I started researching creation stories and myths throughout all our culture. And it turns out there's a wealth of all throughout history of stories about things coming into being because of sound. So I developed a workshop about that and about connecting people with that and allowing them to remember that they do have their own voice, like a fingerprint, you know, their voice is their exact, right. Their exact proven. Yeah, exactly. And as we're learning about how frequencies affect things, um, you know, putting that into play, with people in a setting where they are taking this, I didn't know it when we first started, you know, I, but they're taking these huge leaps of faith and, and, and being very courageous about expressing themselves with song. And especially with like, you, you, you know, to feel safe in that environment in is not an easy thing for most people. But I was halfway through the workshop and I looked over at the yogi who had invited me to this and she was like, what? This is so many people singing. What is happening right now? And I looked back yeah. like, hey, I don't know. You know, I, I, this is incredible. And at that time, I didn't know as I researched more like stuff like when we sing together in groups, uh, endorphins and oxytocin start releasing. This is programmed into us. We've been doing it for centuries. But, you know, and then, you know, 18th, 17th, 18th, at least in Western culture, that started getting put into hands of um, different classes. People who of, could do it well. Right. And like, then this hierarchy started of like, this, this is better than that sure. person. This is better than the person just singing their, but the, but the work songs, you know, that we've sang with and for each other has helped us get through some of the hardest times yeah. of human. Oh, dude, I used to sing whenever on long ruck marches. Yeah. I, I've sung with dudes hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so we're in this workshop and, um, I see this one yogi, who's there and I can tell she is so resistant and she, everybody else had been. So just for context it. folks, yeah. he's, he, he made their song up and he's trying to get them to sing it. So, so not everybody's going to watch and you're being animated and if they're just listening. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We'd be in this circle and you know, the first thing the I do some, some practices and some, some, some uh, methods where we, it's basically getting people to be, okay with being vulnerable around each other. And there's a lot of laughing during that time. Sure. And then we work into like the day song, which it's like the Hit day, the day song, the song about the day we spent. The day song, the song about the day we spent. 
and we would just, you know, you I just get people to sing about what their day like from my day to day. Went to sleep before the sunrise. Close my eyes. Wake up, couple hours sleep. Oh, wipe that dream from my head now. I gotta get out of bed. Oh, the day song, you know, and the so, day song. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's so awesome. We get, you know, you do that, and you do some more practices, and and people start allowing themselves to remember that they can express themselves and that they do have their own signature. And by the end of it, we are in this place where we're all feeling kind of high from that. And I say, Hey, what do we want our mantra to be about? Cause we know there's old mantras and they're valuable for what they are, but let's think about what we call to, with our mantra right here, the immediacy of in our of, time, of, yeah, this time of yeah, this time that we're sharing together, the immediacy of that. Let's think about future us, you know, and what are we singing to future us, you know, like not like it's an island in the distance, but like what does it feel like to put your foot on the sand, because you're there, and what does that smell like and feel like and sound like and how does it feel in your body? Let's sing to that. And let's have that future us sing to sing to us now. And I remember, you know, because it was a huge leap of faith for me, too, because I'd never done this before. Right. And I said, so what do we want to sing about? And I have it recorded. And you can hear them sing, like, uh, vision, um, feelings. And they're all saying, and I'm, I got a vision. Something's coming my way. And I was like, oh, no, it's almost there. And then within, like, 30 seconds is, I got a feeling. That something's coming my way. Oh, and my third eye vision. It's got something to say. And then they're all singing that. Like, they start singing that over and over. And it's right now, and it's us. And then in the in between times, they start singing about what that feels like. To be, you know, everything's your yourself realized and you don't have those hang-ups and so they start singing to their future and witnessing that and looking around that room as people did that and seeing it was just incredible and by the end that's you know you know everybody's kind of timid at first i love doing this work because people are like at first <laughs> there's a lot of this From like with their crossed, arms crossed uh, over their yeah. chest and they got a scowl and they're just like I, this does not sound like something I want to be a part of to that end when they're open yeah. and like their hands are up and their eyes are open and they're breathing deep. And so that has really become a, a light went on. I was doing it at a, at a festival in, uh, in Oahu. And there was a woman in that class that didn't really fit the demographic of, you know, fit yoga young. She was older. She was overweight. And I could just see the the pain, you know, and through the course of our workshop, she really opened up and it was great. There was this like really good looking chiseled man bun yoga guy, you know, next to her. And they they were like really supportive of each other and just witnessing that and all the other connection that happens within these moments. I, I was walking the next night to I was heading to a dinner, a party or something at the resort. And she saw me and she grabbed me and she says, like, you know, this is this has changed my life. That's cool. I was going through the motions. And she, like, grabbed me and shook me. And she said, this is the first 
time in three months, the first day that I've woken up where I haven't thought about ending my life. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and that was like a you lightning know, bolt. Yeah, you're, you're, you, were, you know you're walking your path, man. It really made me realize how much bravery these people are stepping into. Because I do it all the time. It's like right. second fiddle to me, but it really taught me to respect what was happening, the gift I had, how it affected people and how it can change the world. Boom. And th I'm so thankful for her, you know, yeah, for yeah. her being vulnerable to me. And, and so that was the real shift. That was about two years ago. And it's just been such an incredible, you know, wave ever since then of getting to make up these instant anthems, these, you know, pocket-sized mantras that people can take with them even after because the way I record them and, and remix them, they can take them with them and they can constantly recreate that because there's, there's a thing that happens in our neural pathways with, with music and what we can attach to. It's like if you hear that song from when you were in deep depression you're and you're going through hard times, it can trigger, you know, like, yeah. oh, man. Physiologically. And yeah. Phys biologically, yeah. So to be in a place where... I can like my we were talking the other day about my mission statement where if I can take the boot of stress off someone's neck with a song for two to three minutes, like unzipping that portal to the present is so impactful. It's I've just witnessed like you mean you unzipping the portal to the present. That <laughs> right there was like that's that's what you do. And if, if you would allow me to, dude, I, I would be, be – most people don't take kindly to being put on the spot, but I'm going to throw you on the spot. Yeah, I'm in the because, business of being put yeah, on the spot. Yeah, I, I want to to let these folks hear and experience what it is you're, you're talking about. And so I know that Nate's got a beautiful family and a beautiful new daughter, and – I'm not sure what you're going to do with this, but I'd like to see you give Nate his song. So now that I've put you on the spot, yeah. if you could walk the folks listening through the process, and I want you all to pay attention from how long he asked Nate questions to when he starts playing some of this song. Yeah, so with there's, you know, I came up with this project called Instant Anthems um, because as I've started to transition into you know, wellness and, and teaching, I have moved a little bit away from stage, you know, performances. And I talked with a, a one of these festivals and they said, what stage do you want to play on? Because we want your music, your, you know, music that you write. I said, you know what? I don't want a stage. I want to try something very different. I want to go through this event, this three-day event and interact with people. And I want to ask them a couple of questions and I want to write uh, I want to pull their song out of them and pull a little pocket-sized theme song and just, you know, see how that affects the overall vibe, see how that affects the person. So what I'll ask you is what I ask people. Uh, two nouns and a verb. I am about to fly home, so I'm going to go father, um, family, and flight. Fly home. Ooh. Ooh, I'm traveling, man Doing what I can to 
bring about the unity Oh, but sometimes being a father Far from a daughter It wears on me Oh, I'll never leave you alone I'll always fly home I'll always fly home You are a sailor And there is an ocean That you're gonna move on And my devotion To help you When you need an anchor true Or I'll never leave you alone No matter how far you travel from home Oh, I am on my way Yeah, I'm flying out today Oh, my heart begins to swoon Knowing that I'll see you soon So we were divided But within hours Reunited Oh, I'm gonna hold you close to me Cause you Help me believe in the great unknown Oh, you Help me to know I'm not alone And real soon I'm coming home Oh, so soon I'm coming home That just happened. <laughs> and I'm That's Brian. Awesome. You're not, and I am. That's good. Holy I'm cow. pretty close, so. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, because, like, even how you said, I mean, like, that just happened, or something to that effect. Like, that's out there now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I you know, I can't say enough. I know you you get it all the time. Um, thank you so much for, for now. Like, now I get to have that. Um and I have the power, luckily, to pull this audio and now have yeah, make it a song. Yours, you know what right? I mean? And it's awesome and really appreciated. And, and you know, it, someone would maybe ask too, is like, how do you do that? But it it uh, it is no doubt to, to me. I can see an, an absolute gift, and I appreciate it's it's. I, I just thank you for being here, um, and also you know providing me that opportunity to have that and uh, and 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 see the process too. So really really appreciate it it's like surfing away for me because i don't really know where it's gonna go i know that wave started far away like it started you have family mm-hmm. you travel so that wave started and then i'm paddling into it you know to see if we can create something that is meaningful immediately and it's so it's so wild to as i as they progress in these practices to take less and less of my, take, take myself out of it more and more and just be a conduit. Mm -hmm. So it speaks to, you know, where you're going, where you are, you know, and that's, I mean, that's, you are that conduit, which your conduit of is positive energy. 
Yeah. And what you're a conduit of actually is, is uh, courage because what you're evoking in people requires courage. They, what you, what, what you're doing is helping them walk through and into scary, right? Because singing in a crowd is scary if you're not a singer and most of us aren't. Right. So what you're, what you're facilitating and that's, you know, I do what I do. I always say I facilitate positive change. I, I don't change shit, right? You can't make yeah. these people sing no different than I can make anyone open up and anything that I do. So what you do is provide this opportunity in a way that is spiritually uh, aligned from a positive nature that facilitates courage right and and what i know to be true every time i am exhibiting courage and courage being an action because the emotion is fucking terrified right there's people up until the point they break loose and sing their song now that you gave them they get to feel what it then feels like to get to the other side of the terror and access this wow the other thing i'd like to highlight is and thanks for sharing your story and the details of it, right? And I, and I hope everyone paid attention to, or put it this way, what stuck out to me. I don't hope you do whatever you, you do, whatever you want to. But what stuck out to me was all the points of when Root said, hey, I, I had hard times. I felt like I didn't belong. I didn't understand what my gift was. Um, I wasn't classically trained. I didn't have what the biz say you know says credential wise i should have and also being open to those moments when um opportunities are provided and actually taking them the process of of getting to what he does which is um he parlayed his passion into a profession um and also a way of, of, of of spreading positivity and it was a scary messy trail um, yeah, definitely and he, yeah and his, and his you know the way you talked about it man just so matter of fact it's like yeah i was you know alcohol whether it was drugs whether it was poor decisions behavior all these things yet the willingness that you had to listen when the when the wisdom came to you and you actually did you know you listen yeah you know i was just it's like not too many miles ago that i thought i was a failure you know right um but it was more about redefining success now you have people that run the biggest yoga festival in the, in the <laughs> nation if not world that ask you to come share your gift in right. a place that is all about positivity all about personal expansion right evolution expansion transformation definitely um, and once i did start you know i had a couple of key people that kind of slapped me and were like you know you have a responsibility not for nothing but like most people don't if have this. If you choose this. to take that on. Yeah. Right. Right. And they were like, you know, you, you're, you're sitting up there with this like reservoir of water and there's thirsty people down in the city and you're like filling up Dixie cups with a little, a little yeah. cup. Why don't you like free up the water? And once I, once I have started to accept that and be like, oh yeah, this is actually what I am. And success doesn't mean what I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't my de- definition. It wasn't my story. Now that I am actually standing in it and saying, yeah, this is what I am. That's how you and I meet. That's how I, I've met, um, with, you know, the power of yes and no. And this, at this point now of, you know, saying no to things that don't, you know, 
no matter how hungry I am, they're just not like not aligned. Yeah, and it's really interesting because it's only been over the last, you know, like I said, it's like feels like just a couple miles ago where I was like, man, I what have I done with my life? You know, I've experienced so much, but where do I go from here? And I'm so grateful for those people that did see that in me and taught me how to be aware of seeing that in other people, mm. you know, to be able to shine a light on that. Like, even if it's just with a song, you know, and like, I see you. It's not just with a song, like, it's a song. <laughs> it's and, their song. And, you right? know, so let me share a real uh, story with you that you may not realize. The, the night we met, within an hour, you played me one of your songs. And it was very profound effect on me. And I've got to experience that one more time since then. Let me tell you why is that, uh, and it's alignment with what we do. It, that song is all about, to me, become unattached with expectation or outcome and being in the moment and living free of worry, uh, and, you know, fear from the fear of the future, regret from the past or any, you know, any bullshit. Like it's like, those lyrics are about show me how to let me go, let it go, sh- all of it go, like no more anything, just right now. Yeah. Right? And because I know how powerful it is and we've had an epic time hearing your story, if you're cool with it, I would like for you to, you know, close us out with that song and people knowing like it's nothing more than about being unattached to the outcome let go of expectation it's the root of all disappointment and just figure out what your gifts are and then just be in the moment with it and that's like what i get from it you down of course (laughs) let's do it on the ook While he's doing that, just keep tuning up. You can find Root at RootHub.com. This is the original Freedom Podcast. We had an epic time learning the story of an individual who had the courage to follow his truth, to get through the grit and the grime and bullshit of life, and actually listen to that little voice inside in his scariest moments. And he said yes. And now he's actually healing people for a living. Take it away, brother. Oh, show me how to do it now. Oh, show me how to do it now. Oh, show me how to do it now. Oh, show me how. No more living. No more dying. No more laughing. No more crying, no more pushing, no more pulling, no more pleasure, no more pain. Oh, show me how to do it now. Show me how to let it go quickly, so easily. Oh, unattached, oh, unattached to anything. No more vision. No more blindness, no more future, no more past, no correction, no deception, no more first, no more last. Oh, show me how to do it now, show me how to let it go quickly, so easily. Oh, unattached, oh, unattached to anything. 
No more peace, no more war, no more less, no more more, no more one, no more two, no more me, no more you. Oh, show me how to do it now, show me how to let it go quickly, so easily. Oh, unattached, oh, unattached to anything. Oh, show me how to do it now, show me how to do it now, show me how to do it now. Oh, show me how to do it now, show me how to let it go quickly, so easily. Everything, anything, everything, anything, everything, anything, everything, anything, everything, anything. We're out. Thanks for having me here.